0: This is the J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, so uh, firefighters have been dealing with a big wildfire, well, everywhere, but uh, near Provo, Utah this week. It started Monday afternoon. It burned about 40 acres. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Uh, luckily rain had doused it later that night, but firefighters have been dealing with hotspots the last couple of days. Uh, the reason it's making the headlines is because the guy who started it explained what happened. He's a 26-year-old duder named Corey Martin. He told police he accidentally started the fire because he was trying to kill a spider. Yep. He was up on a mountain, saw a spider, tried to burn it with his lighter. Brilliant. <laughs> And set the ground on fire by mistake. And not clear if the spider made it out or no, but I'm going to say no. He's got charges for reckless burning. They also found a jar of weed on him, and they frown on that in Utah. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah, yeah. had some
1: drug paraphernalia, which sounds a lot like a pipe to me. So uh, there you go. The Mormons are going to draw and quarter him, I'm sure. Oh, man. Yeah. That sucks. Um. Why is the first choice to burn the spider?
2: Uh yeah, swat it with a
1: broom, a shoe. Well, he's out hiking. He uh, does not have a just broom. Just
2: move along. I mean, you're in nature. What do you think you're gonna see out uh, there?
1: Why are you trying to kill the spider anyway? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just let it be. Right. You've got a spider lives there. Right. You moron. I just wow. Ah! Ah! Think-
0: Look if
2: you're gonna be, get a, a blowtorch or a uh, you know, if you're gonna burn something with fire, it should be a like a large, large spider. It'd probably work better. Like those big ones in Australia. Or the, no, the ones in Iraq. Those what are those sand crabs or what are those giant sons of bitches are I don't
1: know, know that I the huntsman spider is scary is that the one yeah, you're it talking it might about? be the
2: one I'm thinking about mm-hmm. but uh, yeah if it's like uh, two feet across the fire might be better but
1: but it's also just a spider leave the, being a spider. Leave the damn where the spider was where out in nature
2: <laughs> it's very vague
1: <laughs> he was out hiking
2: I guarantee you the spider lived uh, They're spiders they're supposed to be crafty
1: he was up on a mountain
2: Oh, uh, that's I, that stuff should only happen in Florida.
1: As long not, as I not, live, I will never understand people. Not
2: Utah. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm going to go to. I mean, if it was in your tent, that's
1: one thing. Yeah. Even that, I'm like catch and release. Shh, I'm hunting spiders. But you are literally out on a mountain amongst where spiders and other things live. Right. And then, and then. Okay, let's say you have a tremendous fear of spiders. Maybe hiking isn't for you, but uh, your first instinct instead of, I don't know, swatting it away or, like you said, stepping on it, your first instinct is to burn it? <laughs> Corey, we don't watch him well, in the outdoors. Yeah, so. he
2: was hallucinating or something. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take the mountain down with me. I don't know. I I You would think if you're, you know, if he's a, If he's a little hippie hiker dude, he's probably seen worse. Thank you. He's probably been chased by a bobcat.
1: If you were hiking a mountain in Utah,
2: but it'd be funny I'm they- willing
1: to bet it's not your first time hiking. Right, right. Right? So uh, the whole thing is just weird to me. Yeah, It's the- all a very strange story.
2: Because spiders kill other uh, scary bugs that want to eat you.
1: Right. And are you have you been killing spiders the whole time you've been out hiking?
2: Now a wasp. I could see you. I could see you taking some of those out, but man oh man. Yeah, the the first choice of fire, that is really really interesting.
1: It's his go-to.
2: <laughs> when you can just keep
1: walking. <laughs> right? Like
2: mm-hmm. do I burn uh, down this mountain or do I just keep walking?
1: Why are you so threatened by a spider that's hanging out outside? Like he was just outside. Like,
2: wow, man. Spider was large. Biggest spider ever, man.
1: Might as well ask, why is the tree good? Why is sunset good? Why are boobs good? Why does Cory burn spiders?
2: So what happens to him?
1: Oh, dude. Um, Let's see.
2: That's felony time, isn't it?
1: He's got charges for reckless burning.
2: Reckless burning. What's that get you?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
2: I'm just not going to kill one spider, man. I'm going to kill three million spiders, man. I'm going to burn down this whole county.
1: It doesn't say what he's going to get.
2: I generally relocate the spider if we have one on our wall. Yeah. And uh, we do. And I, I don't squish it. I take it outside. I don't know what you do, but. I'm um,
1: We're catching release.
2: I'll wad it up and release it. I'll take it out back. I'll take it over to the neighbor's house and put it on their deck.
1: I just let it outside. Be free. Because, <laughs> yeah, they kill other annoying bugs. It's whatever. People. Damn it.
2: Yo. Nope. Didn't push the button. Whoop. Oh. <laughs> oh. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. <laughs> Spider-Man! Yeah, that, that, that's Spider-Man! Saturday, he can do it! Yeah, he can! People, relax!
0: What a complete waste.
2: We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of
0: cyberspace. <laughs>
2: Smoke that skin wagon says, you guys are killing
0: it! The JJO Morning Show Podcast.
1: We're internet sensations!
0: Johnny and D. nowhere but JJO. Um,
1: alright, this is kind of a cool story. Um, there was a mother-daughter pilot duo.
2: <laughs> Yummy.
1: Dude, get over here. Get over here.
2: I will not give you the satisfaction of oh, oh, oh another spanking.
1: <laughs> um, And they flew a Southwest flight together. Nice. It's the very first mother-daughter duo piloting a plane together on Southwest. Yeah. Pizza two. So uh, Captain Holly Pettit, introducing your daughter, First yeah. Officer Keeley. Yeah, I'll pet it. Get over here.
2: You're enjoying this way too much. Go ahead. Today is a really special day for me. I would like to introduce to you your first officer and my daughter, Keely Pettit. Keely, come on out here.
0: Nice.
2: <laughs> very special day. We are the first mother-daughter duo ever
0: on the flight deck of Southwest Airlines. And I'm proud to be
1: She uh,
2: overshoots the landing site. She's gonna get grounded. Right. <laughs> Go to your room. Oh wait, no, stay here. Got to shut down engine number two. It's on fire. Yeah. that's kind of cool.
1: She look. The daughter looks really young.
2: You know, what I'd like to see right below the picture of them in the cockpit, like a freeones.com logo. Ah, she's readjusting her headphones. <laughs> she's going, what, what are you doing? What is she doing? What are you doing? <laughs> wow. I guess I'm supposed to sit here and, am I being punished? because I want to put a Brazzers logo underneath. The, am I, am I, is this punishment? <sighs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. She walked out. I'm supposed to read something? <laughs> oh, she's back! She's back, ladies and
1: gentlemen. Are you done? She's back and better Are than you ever. Done being a sexist piece of crap. Are you done? Are you done being jealous over women that have done more than you have in your stupid life? Oh, uh, you're funny. Well, that's good because you sure as hell ain't. You're funny. Anyway, (laughs) good grief. Uh, Looks like they uh, went from Denver to St. Louis together. And she, yeah, she looks like she's like, well, whatever. Once you're like in your 40s, everybody looks like they're 12. Um, At 14, Keely and her siblings... Received the gift of a discovery flight. In that moment, she realized she wanted to follow in her mother's footsteps and become a pilot. She began to pursue her passion for flying airplanes, uh, earning her pilot's license, and even landed an internship at Southwest in the fall of 2017. The Campus Reach Internship Program created a runway for Keeley to learn more about (laughs) a career in aviation. Runway. (laughs) Runway. She loved everything about Southwest, from the culture to flying to everything in between, and made it a goal to come back. Southwest has always been the end goal for me, said Keeley. There was really never any other option. After working hard and keeping in touch with her cohorts, she was able to find her way back to Southwest as a pilot, making her and her mother Southwest's first mother-daughter pilot duo. Well, that's pretty per- dang neat. Well, that's pretty badass right there. I'd say.
2: They're tearing up the skies. I don't know who's making the drinks, but that's pretty badass. Good morning. I'm a little disappointed in the young lady next to you.
1: Yeah, well, how come?
2: I thought we were going to have a Will Smith moment, but she just left.
1: Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't get to. I should have Will Smith the hell out I of it. I was
2: uh, threatened with a, with a paddling, but that's her. I haven't been paddled in a while.
1: He deserved a Will Smith. He's gone. Tim's Hello? Gone. Tim's gone. Well, I'm out. He comes in, pops in, and he says what he has to say, and he gets out.
2: This would be one way to uh, think mother-daughter and think of other combinations of mother-daughters in, in professions, professional settings. That, t- that took some uh, that took some work and dedication, i got to say. Yeah, some, good that thing that took, you just
1: reduced her down to a vagina, huh? That, that
2: took some follow-through, man. Your sense of humor is very strange. You get you get weirded out about the weirdest things, man. You're usually pretty good sense of humor. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> well, come on, really. Who's making the drinks? First of all,
2: who's making the drinks? Yeah,
1: this is low hanging fruit. You bro. gotta take
2: the you gotta take the cheap shots. Come on, man.
1: You don't though. Come on, man. You don't though. And I mean, that's. A mother-daughter pilot duo is pretty extraordinary, I think. I don't know. All I could think about was that one picture that got leaked with the lady with the airplane in her vagina. She
2: uh, definitely uh, took to heart that take-your-kid-to-work day thing. Took her on an airplane ride. She was
1: clearly motivated. Yeah. What are the other siblings doing? And that and that was there's got to be one of the basement eating snack packs.
2: I remember going to uh, my dad's. Uh, we did a. Uh, he. My dad was a foreman at a General Motors for whatever, 30 years at the Fisher Body Plant in Mansfield. And uh, I remember Pop Boys. I always loved that he made cars. I just thought it was a great thing. Yeah. It was bigger than life. I mean, as a kid, you walk into a plant that's eight football fields. Right. It's pretty intimidating. And, uh, but I remember, <laughs> I remember taking a tour and I was like, I, I'm i in charge of this stuff here and they're stamping, you know, it's 800 degrees and back in the, you know, seventies. Right. So it was a little different back I then. I know,
1: but now but I, I wonder.
2: I, but I remember looking at it, <laughs> remember, like following your dad's footsteps. So I remember <laughs> thinking, seriously, man, this is the last place I'd want to stand for. 10 hours
1: yeah totally and work then you saw the still they had
2: (laughs) then they made moonshine in the locker oh yeah my dad yeah they're in the 70s man car making was uh uh, a loose uh, endeavor at best it seems like you see i'm not i'm not knocking Mm. the cars in the 70s weren't the best but uh, yeah, my dad made moonshine in his locker. Him and his buddies they had a still in their locker. Yeah, I room.
1: don't know that you get away with that now. <laughs> I feel, I feel no, like I, you might he, have a problem. He
2: told me that. I don't know whether it was true. I think Pop sipped a little shine in his day.
1: Uh, so was it was it like pr- like prison hooch they were making in the yeah, locker? Yeah, it would have been
2: just a little. I mean, I I don't know about making moon. Just they had a still, they had a pot, oh, and then wow. uh, they made. He said they made moonshine.
1: It was all fun and games until and Mike, the and like, break room blew up. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> Walk in, your eyes started watering. But he was uh it's like which is interesting because Pop was in charge, but if the guy's in charge uh, is uh running the show. Yeah. I tend to believe it.
1: Um, sure, the seventies were the wild <laughs> west as far as I mean, when you compare it to now. Yeah. You know, I, I, a, I think about that all the time like, man. I,
2: I like safety protocol right out the window. Oh, we're, yeah. we're just going to stamp out these cars on these 30-ton presses and
1: mm-hmm.
2: and have a little moonshine for lunch. I mean, not, <laughs> a, not exactly.
0: Not exactly a Tesla right. factory, but
1: Got a wide path with Yeah, for real.
0: We thought uploading to the cloud oh. was something completely different. Come on, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Johnny and D, JJO.
1: Duder. <laughs> Uh frustration I need p c two so this is a weird story out of where do you think uh Indiana mm. India mm. in
2: vitro I don't know you
1: really stuck on the end thing I don't know okay, think uh think south <gasps> think Wang. Florida that's, Florida? that's, that's America's way. Okay, um so this all started, god this is crazy. Dozens of first responders spent most of Monday morning searching for a man that they thought had gotten stuck in a manhole, right? Mm. It all started when city workers opened a manhole cover to find a man down in the storm drain. Uh he asked for a drink, give me PC2. They gave him that and here we go.
2: He's a civilian. Supposedly, he likes going into the manholes. Public Works made contact with him. They opened a manhole and looked at him and said, what are you doing? And he said, I just need something to drink. I'm tired.
1: So they gave him a Mountain Dew and then crawled back in his manhole and then
2: like this story,
1: they lost contact with him. (laughs) So they were like, well, we don't Is he stuck or did he just walk out the end of the drain? So they sent in a drone and even cameras, but they never found the man. What's his name? We don't know. He remains unidentified. He's Manhole Man.
2: That Manhole Man crawled 500 yards through the foulest smelling. (laughs) I can't even imagine.
1: Firefighters believe the man walked out the other end on his own, but it was a huge disruption in the area. Wow. If he walked out the other end on his own, we couldn't. Go to the other end and. I've never been in a manhole.
2: Is that the holding tank for a water runoff? Is it big? Can you sleep there? What?
1: Well, doesn't it go down to the sewer system? It goes down to all the drain systems. You take a like. There's like a ladder, right? And you go down. And then, haven't you ever seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
2: Uh, yeah, but it's not. It's kind of like a cement box, and then it just runs off to the next cement box to to wherever it drains to a holding pond, right?
1: Right, they're all connected, right? Right,
2: right. That's what I thought. Uh, But I think it would get small at some point, wouldn't it? I
1: don't know. Mm. Uh, 66th Street North was closed down for several hours. That had to please people. Uh, Also, a major strain on resources like police, ambulance, and fire rescue units rushed to the scene. So eight other people died. Looking for the man who does not exist. Mm. Very strange. So is it this is just a dude who likes running around the storm drain areas? Ugh. Didn't we
2: have a, that with a Florida woman, too, that was, she kept she's hiding? She's swimming in the canals. Yeah, she's swimming in the canals.
1: Right? right. right. She was, like, missing forever. She's missing for a couple days or some crap, and she was just swimming around in the canals. Weird hobby.
2: I thought that was always funny in Shawshank Redemption when he said, old Andy came out clean on the other side. No, he didn't. He had poop in his teeth.
1: I think that's the whole point. I know.
2: <laughs> I get it, but it's funny in a weird way. Not a lot of funny parts in Shawshank. I guess that's funny. That's
1: true. There's not a lot of comic relief in there. The so. rape
2: scene in the laundry really,
1: really had me roaring.
2: Yeah, it's so strange.
1: Okay, how do you feel about Influencers, John? <laughs>
2: Stab this, run this pen through my brain. I know. No, I don't like them. I don't even know what they are. I don't know what they do.
1: Uh, They're annoying. Uh, strange...
2: I like when people hurt themselves trying to jump off a roof, and then they miss whatever they're trying to land on. That influences me to laugh.
1: Right. It ain't like that, though. I we take, ain't getting any of that in I, this story. I
2: take pleasure in that.
1: Strange new theory out there. From some social media influencers. I'm using squirrel knuckles. I don't know if you're ready for this. That Lyme disease is an intergalactic <laughs> substance and is a good thing.
2: Uh uh ooh. I know Buddy's still got Lyme disease. And he's still messed up.
1: Yeah, the Lyme disease, no joke. He's bro. had it for like 10
2: years. And right? He still isn't walking around. Right. Dude, that could
1: Yeah. So this is from, even the name irritates me. The Balanced Blonde (laughs) slash Soul on Fire podcast.
2: The Balanced Blonde?
1: Yeah. Uh, Where the host, Jordan Younger, her guest, Danielle Page, pushes the idea that Lyme disease is a gift. Ah, If you don't want the meteor after this, I don't know what to tell you. Lime is a gift. Yes.
2: Yes. yes. It is not for the faint of heart. No. And it is for the most deeply spiritual
1: people on the planet. Yes.
2: Yeah, I'd like to run them over with a fire truck. Can we
1: put them in the manhole? Yeah,
2: yeah. Are they friendly people? (laughs) Jesus. Intergalactic ticks. They get your brain started cool
1: Yeah, clearly they got their brains. You talk about Lyme disease as a gift. Get uh, you son of a bitch. Get over here. Let me punch.
2: So you. are they saying to go find a space tick and rub it on your leg or something? <laughs> what are you supposed to? I what, God, I does hope it not. Give you superpower. What are you supposed so to do?
1: It, it, she's got nearly one hundred thousand Instagram oh, followers. I get it. No, that doesn't
2: intergalactic. Oh. Oh, uh, that's what she's saying.
1: No, she's she's not being punny. Okay. Um, she has nearly one hundred thousand Instagram followers. Um, and then the younger, which is the uh is that the guy No, that's the host. The host has more than thirty thousand TikTok followers. Now, just because you're following doesn't mean you agree. I will say that. I follow a lot of people that I wanna hate. You know, where I'm all like, God, you're dumb. Yeah. So I get it. But uh, the 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 guest, the lady who says that it's a intergalactic substance, literally bringing in codes from the beginning of time.
2: <laughs> that po- a- possums eat fine tasty. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. that's it. That's, that's the higher calling.
1: She's a, quote, <laughs> intuitive astrologer and spiritual healer. He was
2: about to... Give me the Powerball numbers till a boss possum snuck up and ate to the Powerball given tick.
1: Some bitch.
0: Some bitch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, but you got that Lyme disease in your brain. No, my buddy, uh, who's had it goes diagnosed undiagnosed for a very long time and he felt like he's been right. dying for fifteen years. Right. And he still has it. Or a a tick, a Lyme hangover. Oh yeah. Whatever you call for it. For
1: sure. And I'll argue one of the reasons it goes undiagnosed for so long is because your medical professionals, A, aren't allotted enough time with patients from the insurance companies. Ah. They get about a 15-minute, you know, little face-to-face with you, if that. And then secondly, they they don't listen. So many of them don't even listen to what you're saying. And it's because, I'm sure, how many people go in there with, you know, whatever, not really severe symptoms. Yeah so they just mysterious get, s- right. symptoms.
2: like stop wasting my time
1: right? right totally totally so my it's a combination but it sucks it sucks and unless you find you know the the red bullseye from the tick bite unless you're blessed enough to see that
2: yeah he went uh my buddy actually slurred his speech for a while. Oh yeah, dude. I mean it I mean he's gone through these phases where it's been good and bad, but the, at the bad he was slurring.
1: Well, you don't have even like symptoms of like fibromyalgia and stuff like the that. The joints, words. I mean yeah. talk, the
2: the mild good part of it was just sore joints. Right. And then he slurred and then he came out of that. Yeah, dude, it's wicked, man.
1: Mhm. Mhm. So,
2: I yeah, she should
1: Listen, it's only for the most spiritually advanced. Isn't that
2: supposed to wish bad things
0: on people,
2: trying to be a, the bigger person.
1: But I hope she chokes on a nothing hot dog. Uh, and it's not an all beef one either. <laughs> it's
2: just—I uh, I doubt that wait, wait, woman do, eats.
1: Did they become
2: influential because they're so ridiculous? Which you have to be a lot of times if you don't have a talent.
1: I think they... well,
2: like—but I mean, you, you, they, they. Do people actually stop and think? No, period. Be, and a story. because no one's ever said it, okay, it's because nobody's ever said it doesn't make it true,
1: right? Um, I, I, what makes them influencers, I suppose, is the amount of followers that they have.
2: But I mean, at some point, you have to say stupid things to catch attention. I mean, there's a lot of people out here talking, po- well, podcasting, and, and DJs, and TV talk shows, and and uh, and all that stuff and uh, some write. let's well, our uh, do people still write
1: what is that
2: controversial hmm. opinions
1: do people still read no there you go <laughs> the, you know what and i i'll bring the, dude that's another thing that it really grinds my gears it grind what grinds her gears dude so the other day i can't even remember what the hell i was looking at but i was looking up something and i want i i just wanted a freaking step by step on how to do it. It was like putting something together or whatever. But do you think there was a, a, a available source that I could read on, on the what? steps? It was like I was how to put together something. I can't remember what it was. No, it was all freaking videos. All videos on how to do it. I couldn't find a resource with which like it would some, lay out the damn steps. Kind of
2: like a, an IKEA coffee table? Or-
1: sure, whatever the hell it was. I can't freaking remember. <laughs> but it, there were eighteen thousand YouTube videos on how to do it, but not one that I could read. Sometimes you just want to read how to do something.
2: Goodness, you have assembly rage.
1: I but- do. Oh no, it was making camp lanterns.
2: Actually, you sound crazy. I think you've got was, Lyme disease.
1: I, <laughs> I should go home.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I might catch it. I mean, I was exposed. Right, we should we should go get some fresh air at the driving range.
1: All right. That's they have cocktails. You, I'll go. You are
2: overthinking things.
1: No, it was, oh, it was it was how to do the the camp lanterns, how to make camp oh, lanterns oh. out of a jug. We're, we're not supposed to use those.
2: And we're not supposed to eat tuna.
1: There's a flashlight in a in, in a jug. Oh,
2: and then you would uh, just hang it around your pool or something?
1: At the campsite. Oh, the campsite. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that's f- fancy. Not really. It was, I had these are the resources I had. How do I make a lantern? Uh, and that's whatever. Well, let's... I figured it out on my
2: own. Let's take Dingbat 1.
1: I did, did, got a dingbat, did.
2: Take Dingbat One, yes, and Dingbat Two, yeah. Let's put them in a room with one million ticks,
1: <laughs> Yes.
2: and lock the door, and and see how they're doing in the morning. I like it. <laughs> and see if their theory holds up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a gift. Mm-mm. Cancer is a gift. Thank you. I'm a podcasting all week. Thank you, everybody. Tip the waiter. A doctor shared a it on his tw- on his Twitter. He said, I had to hear this, so now you do too. Well, right.
2: Here you go. I mean, say anything. Oh, wait. That's a great movie.
1: Just say anything. Oh, dude. John Cusack. What up? All right. Uh, that's uh, JJ O'Neal's. Don't,
2: don't we have rules? Or We're not allowed to just say, uh, eat paint chips and you'll be smarter. We're not allowed to do that.
1: We have to follow different rules than the internet people do. You can say anything you want on the internet. Blue fart butthole. You can say that here too.
0: Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a close call. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO.
1: macaroni and cheese (laughs) i know it's one of your favorite things on the planet i was just talking to Uh, my friend johanna hi johanna Johanna, um about mac and cheese the other day i i haven't had it in so long and then we were at uh wally world and it was on sale for a buck so i just grabbed a box i can tell you i had some the other day
2: i can tell you i just bought uh i was there two days ago i bought I'm Cat Food and the 11, no, the 18 box of Kraft Macaroni and Cheese (laughs) for $11.89. And And it's
1: already gone.
2: We eat it all the time. Yeah. I swear to God, there's an aphrodisiac in that powdered cheese. We had cheese. The last one we had, we had had leftover ground beef. I was uh, doing some grill work. I do some of my best work. Mm. Uh, and we added some leftover ground beef in our mac and cheese. Oh, so yeah. it, it almost turns out like a like a hamburger helper thing. Delish.
1: Right.
2: And I know you're all staring at the radio going, my God, he's a genius. Right. But uh, just, just uh, make a note of it. Make a mental note of it.
1: Okay. Um, an Idaho-based food company broke a Guinness World Record by cooking up a vat of mac and cheese. That weighed in at 4,742 pounds.
2: I would eat all of it. (laughs) I don't care how watery it is. I would eat the hell out of that.
1: Schreiber Foods announced on social media it successfully broke the record for largest macaroni and cheese when the dish was assembled and examined by a Guinness World Records adjudicator at the company's factory in Logan. 4,742-pound mac and cheese broke the record of 2,469 pounds. Yeah, they smoked that record, which was set by Cabot Creamery Co-op and his chef Joan F- John Fulsey & Company in New Orleans in 2010. Yeah,
2: I want some mac and cheese recipes. Call me up and tell me what you do with your mac and cheese. Seriously, I love this stuff. I'm uh, always orga- looking for new ideas.
1: Organizers said the attempt was initially delayed by Guinness World Record Judge Brittany Dunn's flight. And delayed a second time when the initial attempt using pre-salted milk was scrapped. Officials said like Guinness rules require that each ingredient be added separately. This had to be verified and pre-approved for the recipe and the ratios. And in announcing, um, that's what Dunn said when they announced that the record was successful. We had to see everything was done in hygienic conditions so that all of you are safe to eat these servings of macaroni and cheese. It was served to hundreds of people who started lining up in the early afternoon for a portion of the dish. Ooh, yeah, that's pretty that's cool. big time. I like putting broccoli in mine.
2: Uh sure. Yeah. Sounds delicious. We, like broccoli we, we, and cheese is Like we, the best combo we, we'll, ever. Wool we'll over cheese ours. We'll do a gouda or something like that. Um
1: we'll Tim says throw leftover taco meat in it. Uh oh, yeah. yeah, dude. That's yeah, there's I mean. it's
2: it's hard to F up mac and cheese. That's the beauty of it. It's hard to screw that up.
1: It really is.
2: It's like goulash. Just That's throw so it cool. all in there. Throw a shoe. In their mac and
1: cheese. Did you say goulash or hot dish.
0: All
2: right, here we go. Let me check in with the
1: people. Oh, here we go.
2: The innovators. This is a little segment we like to call the old cheesy innovators.
1: Mac and influencer.
2: Mac and influencer. <laughs> maca, maca. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> Hi, how's it going?
0: Hi. Hi. My wife smok or makes macaroni and cheese at home. Yep. Like the homemade stuff. Yep. And then we smoke it in
2: the Traeger. Oh, uh, oh, wow, dude. Okay, that sounds dude. great. You smoke yeah, it, so it's it like in a in baked. Yeah, yeah, right. A... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds. Bread... you do like a bread? You do like a breadcrumb thing or something? Yeah. Yep. Oh, well, that in a Trager. Oh, dude, you can get yourself a Traeger out of prem Meat's spring grain.
1: No one beats. Yeah, no, meat. that's where I got mine.
2: Nobody. Be... Oh, you get your tra- Oh, that's right. Yeah, I that's forgot about great. that. You're on yep. one of my. You're on one of my prem meat commercials. Yes, I am. All right, back that truck up. Get more mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Bring her back. Bring her back. Got a whole pallet of mac and cheese. No, I told you when I was at Walmart, um, I told you last week they had a whole pallet of mac and cheese sitting right when you walk into Walmart on the right side there by the cash checking (laughs) thing. And I just stood there. I could never buy mac and cheese again. I wonder if I could negotiate a pallet, drop the price to about $0.60 cents a box. Oh, yeah. Without I, a doubt. I wonder if the manager would deal me on that. Wow. Yeah, I'd give you a couple of plugs on the radio for mac and cheese.
1: So you got 18 boxes for yeah, $11. It's, I know it's
2: under 12 bucks. 18 mm-hmm. boxes. That's, that's what I buy because we go through it. We do two boxes at a time. So
1: that's about 60 cents a box right there.
2: That's pretty good. Yeah, we, uh uh um we uh, when we make mac and cheese, we'll do two boxes. And Christy doesn't eat a lot of it. Uh, and I eat all the rest of it. <laughs> I,
1: just, I have to share with the dog. I don't,
2: I don't care. You can call me a freaking redneck. I love mac and cheese. I
1: don't. You will never. I think everybody likes macaroni. Pry
2: please. it for my dead, I cold, mean, cheesy fingers. Probably dude. besides
1: like people with gluten problems or mm-hmm. lactose intolerant. I think everybody likes mac and cheese. Mm-hmm.
0: All okay, right, let me get back to the phones.
1: Go to the phones, John.
2: Good morning.
0: Here you go, Danger. Next time, you make mac and cheese. Get a bag of Funyuns. Oh. Take a big old handful. Okay. And crush it up and top it off real nice. Uh. dish.
2: That's real nice. That's real nice. So I could I could uh, I could leave it on the stove top and just kind of just just till it gets warm. I just let it get warming and, and then just slowly just kind of kind of bake down into it just for a few minutes.
0: Well, I just top it off right when I put it into the. Bowl. Okay,
2: fair enough. Sure, fair enough. I mean, we do breadcrumbs. We do we do uh, yeah. We do all that stuff. But that fascinating, dude. I love it. Beautiful.
0: Rock Ge- on,
1: guys. Genius. Beautiful. Genius. Wish I had a bell, I'd ring it. Did you bell get taken away?
2: Yeah, Randy took it. it sounded like an idiot.
1: Uh, I don't think it was the bell.
2: <laughs> that's, what, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said he goes. He he literally quoted. He goes. I have to have somebody push the button so D can talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. Shut up. Hi, how's it going?
0: When do you add the cheese powder?
2: When do I add it, That's a, or the yeah, extra cheese? Yeah. Oh well, well yeah. I mean, it, do you do it after? Sure, you got to do your noodles do first.
0: No, you add it with the butter and the milk.
1: Sure. So then, then yeah. yeah. sure. Right, but but some people melt the butter first. I mean, we'll
2: well we'll do it while the pan's still on, while the while the stovetop's still on. But we'll do it, and then and it, it's just easier to do while it's while you get the pan there. I mean, why? go to another bowl
0: so you put the you know? noodles in there first drained and then right the cheese. sure right you got to drain that's right. wrong
2: right that's wrong right what's wrong
0: you do the cheese powder with the butter and the milk
2: yeah i've done we've gotten water. it i've got it down to an art form i can do it where i literally have no water left in the pan i don't over soak my noodles i'll just do it to where it's fine i can throw i can throw <laughs> it all right in there <laughs> shut up <laughs> very funny hi how's it going
0: Hey, I was talking
2: about the mac and cheese.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, the best thing to
2: do instead of using crumbs is use crushed up goldfish. Absolute game changer. Ooh. Dude,
0: the goldfish. Oh, wow. We have a
2: ton of that and uh. I in know. You guys love there. goldfish. Yeah, we buy by the box. Great, dude. Great yeah. call. Absolute,
0: absolute game changer.
2: All right. Goldfish and uh, Funyuns.
1: Dan's got a pro tip. It says Walmart has their own brand of Velveeta style and nope. a bunch of flavors. Each box is like two bucks. It's Italian five cheese. Mm. Then they have white cheddar and black pepper and smoked gouda. Oh, smoked yeah, gouda! Gouda's we've probably added. Amazing. Uh,
2: we've added Monterey. Eggstand? Yeah,
1: I would. I
2: would try one of those. Let's <sighs> spread my wings.
1: Yeah, dude, expand.
2: Morning. You got to exercise your brain, man.
0: Are you I telling just, me I that? Can't,
2: I can't, huh?
1: You're telling me that.
2: Hi. How's it going? Velveeta Hotline. Hello. Good morning. Hello.
1: D, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Jared? It. Good. You know, I had to call in because you beat me to the punch and I couldn't give
0: Dingler crap for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <I'm> you.
1: S- <laughs>
2: Anytime. What, yeah, cr- what, what crap was there to give?
0: Uh... When you said uh, Randy took your bell away. <laughs> okay, we're back. To that, that was like cue to call
2: in yeah,
0: instantly. Let, like, it, son of a bitch. let it go, dude. It's
2: not brain surgery here. Let it go.
0: <laughs> hey, thanks, man. Have a good one, guys. Hi,
2: how's it going?
0: Hey, you need to go to the Woodman's on the east side. They've got the Cheeto Mac and Cheese Flaming Hot uh, Jalapeno. And bold and cheesy,
2: two for a box. Yep, gotcha. All right, I'll do that. I, I know they do a cauliflower infusion that you that is built in, baked in. But uh, yeah, I hear you.
1: Gotcha. Head over there. Hey man, thanks. Thanks, bud. You bet.
2: Woodman's is. Do your Phil Woodman impression.
1: No healthcare for you. Oh. No. <laughs> um. Oh
2: not what i was expecting
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh. um i could woodman's is my vietnam Phil, i'm call, not gonna lie
2: call randy don't call me because i'm done answering the I'm phone
1: always sweaty and confused <laughs> terrified and agitated it's i it is a trauma thing and like <laughs> avery refuses to go in there because <laughs> We made the mistake of having to go to Woodman's on Christmas Eve and never again. But I just, is it really hot in there or is it just me? And then I'm like nervous and anxious like the whole time I'm in there.
2: You're like, am I going to make it from one end of the store to the other end of the store? (laughs) (laughs) While the the sun is still up, am I going to make it? Or no. I know. Yeah, that's not a place you go to grab a thing. <laughs> no. That's not how that
1: works. Oh, my God. That's not what that's for. I'm getting, like, sweaty right. I just know. thinking I, about it. I tell it.
2: you're ever clumped. Gosh. That's why they do the shopping for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know.
2: They have highly trained professionals <laughs> that aren't going to freak out. <laughs> they I got to walk the length of a football field to grab some lettuce.
1: It's like a, and I think it's like a combination of things. It's like yeah. the clicking of the cart on the warehouse floor. No, it's, floor. it's,
2: it's a, a lot of energy. It's yeah. a lot of of, of energy. It. it seems like the, the the ratio of people that want to get in and out make you feel give you some of that anxiety because you in the back of your mind you're like oh my god this is a three hour adventure,
1: dude.
2: Yeah, and you know and it I in did. the back of your head, right? And you know that you're 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 just stuck there for a while. <sighs> yeah. Oh my god, you're sweating like. Dude,
1: a... I know. <laughs> And you're right. It's probably, I'm I'm getting everybody else's energy there, and that's what makes me so like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. No, it is, a, I need to like pet myself up before I go in there and be like, you can do this. You got this. Well, and then it didn't help that one day that hippie lady chased me around the store saying I didn't wash my hands long enough. Jesus Christ. You
2: could almost call Woodman's a cult in a good way. I guess. I mean, you know, people that, uh, the true believers. That uh that don't mind spending four hours at Woodman's. We haven't never really talked about the uh, psychological profile of a Woodman shopper. I didn't know that was needed. Is that necessary? <laughs> I don't think I can make it through this segment. I never thought. I, I realized I was crazy enough to shop at Woodman's. I am, I'm crazy. <laughs> crazy for mac and cheese. <laughs> I don't mind it. I just I just know that it's a, it's it's like walking to Mordor. It's a lot of walking.
1: Right. And then it's it's a lot of navigating other people.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's just a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what I see they ought to double the size of the shopping cart over there.
1: I don't know. Get your kids. They tr- need to crank the heat down. Yeah. I can't be the only sweaty person in there. And, like, I'm nervous at the checkout lane. I'm The well, whole thing is a lot for me. Yeah. I don't know. I like, and I can do, like, Aldi, I'm I, fine with. It. I love Aldi.
2: I always, uh, here on the west side, I always get a kick out of seeing Phil. I mean, the hardest working guy in the grocery industry. Yeah. I mean, that guy. That I was out at Harley Davidson. There's very few of these guys left. I was out at Harley yesterday getting some, you know. And some doodads for the trip out west doodad yeah grabbing a doodad a chromey doodad and and wolf comes out in a in a work coat yeah like a mad scientist his hands are all greasy i'm like what the hell He's like, oh, i'm back here getting bikes put together and uh getting the used bikes ready to go and uh yeah. and then now uh, phil i just i love that work ethic the guy that could be Sticking at home.
1: Dude, I'm going to invoke Craig Culver right now. Uh,
2: you go right ahead and invoke Craig Culver. I say invoke? Not a word. Not a word.
1: <laughs> and I'm not sure Craig would let me do that. So like,
2: I always, I'm fascinated. I see Phil checking people out. I'm like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. He loves the grocery industry. He's fanatical, dude. You can see his brain just working. just Just like, how do I improve the checkout system? In America. Yes. And he's just shaking. He's a celebrity. Uh-huh. So is Wolf. They're celebrities.
1: Uh-huh. You know? I do know.
2: People know they're hard worker and uh, they build an industry and they're very good at what they do. And.
1: Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, Madison Staple.
2: Oh, totally, dude. Yeah. Totally.
1: Do you want to talk about Woodman's Gas for a while? I'd or?
2: even throw. I, I love those guys, like Paul from AMS, like the late great Mike from Amelio's. I mean, just, just, just Madison icons. Yeah, we depend on them. Then they, they deliver, man. They deliver. Yeah, you should go see a, a shrink or something about grocery shopping. No, you're I, making me nervous just talking I'm, about.
1: You're it. making me nervous. I <laughs> there was so much to worry about. Uh, buying vegetables. I'm not the only one with this. <laughs> it's like, and it's only certain stores. Maybe it's the lighting. I don't know. Because like Aldi, I have a great time. Uh-huh. Never nervous. Yeah. Never anxious. Uh-huh. Super chill.
2: Yeah. But it's like. We're running out of these guys, though, like the TV Lennies. We're running out of these, uh, these, uh, uh, Rocky Rococo. We're running out of these these guys. Sure. I mean, I know they they get old and we all mean our demise, but uh, God dang, man.
1: Well, ha- and happy to, happy to have them. Advertising's changed so much. You know, part of what made them celebrities or sure. whatever, Madison staples. There's plenty of Madison businesses well, I that think are ran by people that have been there forever. Everybody's got an
2: angle. And, right. and they were just, uh, they had a great product. We all needed it. But uh, 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 it was a little bit of show business. And, I, you know, you see that with Phil. And right. The, the, you, there is a little show business mixed in, and they do it really well. They're genuine, the genuine artifact. And they work their ass off behind the scenes, but it's it's cool to see a little bit of their personality. You know? Oh yeah, I, I love that, and that's why I see Phil, and I'm like, what is he doing? You know, it's like, oh, Mark, hey Phil, you want a picture? Can we get a picture?
1: <laughs> I wonder if anybody does that.
0: <laughs> I guarantee you, they do.
1: He's on television. Yeah, sure. Does he? Does he? I I don't watch regular TV. Does he still do the commercials?
2: Uh, I think they come and they come and go. I think they're. Oh, it's consistent as they were him and his kid
1: but, all right uh, uh well anyway, man mac and uh, cheese really I, sent us down a I weird will, weird rabbit hole uh,
2: i'll think about you uh i'll shop with you
1: i'll be like your uh no no don't add <laughs> <laughs> uh, the be, last thing i need is more people with me while i'm doing it
2: i'll be like your dog and when I sense frustration,
1: it's going to be before I get in the door. I'll
2: get you out of
0: there.
1: Okay. All
2: right.
0: The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.